This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Episode 3 of Love Brand You, the show about discovering your inner self and the role it plays in the journey and evolution of your outer brand. I'm your host, Sam Rafos, and I love talking with successful, soulful entrepreneurs like my guest today. Patricia Morgan is a resiliency expert. She has a master's in clinical psychology and speaks to thousands of people each year, helping them strengthen their everyday resilience at work and at home. Patricia has authored hundreds of articles and four books and four mini books. And one of her books was made into a CBC documentary. Welcome, Patricia. Hi, Sam. Glad to be here. I'm so happy you're here. Patricia, your (laughs) definition of resilience is the ability to bounce back from and effectively adapt to life changes and challenges, which I know you personally, and I know you've certainly experienced that. I'm really, really excited, and I'm beyond grateful to have you on the show. I'm glad to be here. Oh, thanks. You've been my mentor for many years and proud to say I'm one of hundreds of students who have learned the business of speaking from you via the Canadian Association of Professional Speakers, which we're both members of. And today, I want you to share your journey to building your brand identity as the sought-after resilient, one of the sought-after resiliency experts. So can you start start by telling us your backstory and why you do what you do? I do what I do because many other people ahead of me have lent a hand down. I had a pretty dreadful uh, beginning of my life in a home with abuse. I ended up uh, failing grade 7 and also dropping out of high school. So my education with a master's degree was a big deal when I accomplished that at age 40. I went from being um, an early childhood educator uh, in my early adult years because I thought at least I could be good with kids. And after the master's degree, I ended up becoming a family therapist. And then my last sort of employed job was as a woman's empowerment facilitator, which gave me lots of good content for the idea of resilience because I was working with women who were supported by social assistance. That means they were on welfare. And my job and my colleague's job was to get them back to school or back into the working force. And at 53, I got laid off that job. And at the same month, I spoke at a women's conference. And I was launched into the world of professional speaking. Uh, Right today, my counseling clients my mentees who come to me for business and speaking reasons, and my audiences who are interested in the concept of resilience, they tend to describe my work now as insightful, fun, and uplifting. Because through the hard times, if I didn't have a sense of humor, uh, I would have found life pretty challenging. So I certainly like to add some fun and giggle and some uplift. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm, that. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I I I know that to be true. I've I've been right. in your classes. I've been like I said, I'm one of your mentees and I know 
I know how much I learn from you and how much fun it is. And well, I still keep telling. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep telling me a a little bit more um, what you're doing right now. Um, Right, right now around um, being resilient. Well, I, I I'm getting older, and I decided that if I really wanted to be embrace this whole piece around resilience just getting to be a senior and I've just decided I'm a senior citizen now at the age of 70 I could have declared that when I was 55 60 or 65 but I kind of was so busy living my life that I kind of missed that that I'm uh, now doing a little shift in my resiliency brand into being a spunky senior and you again you can see that I want to add some some fun and some uplift to the whole idea of where I am right now. Um, I continue to be a caregiver to one of our children who has severe disabilities, and she has a, also a child with disabilities. So the whole idea of being resilient still continues through my life personally as well as professionally. And I think when it comes to branding, if you can embrace all of who you are, your experiences, your knowledge, your passions, and what's going on in your life now and in the past, then you've got just exactly what Sam Rafis is doing. Love your brand. I love my brand. Solutions for Resilience, a spunky senior talking about resilience. And Patricia, I, I love your brand too, and you and you do it you do it so well. You show it so well, you embody it so well. Um, speaking of your brand and we I just heard you mention um, Connection, compassion, and these seem to be what values drive your brand. Tell me more about your values and what they are and how they drive your brand. Oh, okay. Well, uh, definitely compassion. I've had to have a lot of compassion for myself, making lots of mistakes, and also developing some compassion from parents who did the best they they could with what they had. And now... uh, my daughter with disabilities reminds me of the need for compassion because there's lots of areas of her life that she does not function well in. We do the best we can with what we have. We absolutely do the best we can with what we have, whether that's in our personal life or our work life. And I think we won't do well personally or in our business unless we um, add some compassion to ourselves when ideas, when efforts go sideways and connection what will we do without our connections our supporters the people that are ahead of us and the people that we're helping along the way and our peers that can say oh it's not just you that's struggling it's me too we need peers to validate our experience our mentors and role models to help lead the way and people to help along the way so that we give some meaning to our work and last but not least, resilience, when, when ideas and decisions don't go well, we can bounce back with a new, fresh idea. Oh, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I remember growing up and, and my, my parents being, you know, resilient on the farm and, and learning, mm-hmm. learning those, you know, types of, of things that you just have to do, and my dad always saying, you know, Rafus is never give up. There's always a way, and connecting with family and with business colleagues, and and I like how you just continue to say, 
building um, the bridge between your personal and your business. And, and again, that's what this show is all about. And you certainly embody the art of resiliency. Um, and I'd like you to share one of, you know, what, what's one of your obstacles that you've had to come and, and how did you do it? Well, we're back to the funky senior idea because I was kind of resistant to that idea. And years ago, when I was first starting, which might be interesting for your listeners, was uh, I moved from being a helping professional working for an agency. At the ripe age of 53, I stepped into being an entrepreneur. I didn't know it. Some of your listeners may not know that deciding to start a business is meaning being an entrepreneur. Being <laughs> self Yeah, I know. I mean, how do we miss that? But sometimes we just I, have talk, a, I talked just, about it last week in my intro show that oh, 15, years, 15 years ago, I, you know, I went to the bank and got a bank account and thought I was in business. Yes, exactly. So, I have no idea what that means. Like, did we, did we go to business school? No, we don't have a BA in business management. So I was 53. No, well, you I had a knack for marketing. Yeah, you had a knack for marketing, but there were some things you were naive well, that about. That yeah. was it. I was, so, I was so naive, Sam, that I got a phone call from a client saying, we want your invoice. And I had to phone my husband at his workplace and say, honey, what's an invoice? <laughs> 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 and, and look what, now, what? look. Oh look, yeah, look no, now look what now. you're teaching everybody. Okay, uh-huh. so keep on, right. keep, keep on with the obstacle. Okay, so you didn't know what an invoice was. <laughs> yes. You didn't know. Oh, how to I didn't start know what it was. Right, right. And there were lots. There were lots of aspects of business. What I'm supposed to do a follow up phone call. What I'm supposed to ask questions. What I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to have a fee and and know my worth. How am I supposed to know my worth? For goodness sakes. Oh, I would, there was probably 110 obstacles. A business plan? What the heck is that? Um, but you know what? I, what I did to get over those obstacles was I just made a firm decision. I decided I loved enough of the business I decided to step into that I was going to prove to myself that, yes, I can learn. I can learn what's involved with this business. There's nothing stopping me from learning. True. I decided I can ask for help. Good. And I think women are so amazing at doing that. Look at e-women. It is right, a very right environment for asking for help. It's the culture of e-women which impresses me. Absolutely. And, absolutely. and the third decision I made was if it doesn't work, I can find another way. There's always another oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Keep Don't trying get paralyzed until you, by, yeah. Right. Don't get paralyzed keep, by inaction. Exactly. Keep trying until the way works. Yeah, there's if always the is, somebody yeah, or the, something that can work. Yeah. Yes. If your way is not working, find another way. If your way is not working, find another way. And it might be somebody else's way or it might be an inspiration you get in the middle of a nightmare, in the middle of the night. <laughs> nightmare. Sometimes it is yeah. a nightmare, but that's what brings you to the inspiration, too. Oh, yeah. How do we wake ourselves up from a nightmare? And I've had my share of business nightmares. For instance, <laughs> well, my, my, biggest, my biggest nightmare was saying yes to clients who were not a good fit for me. Yeah. And then I thought it was yeah. going to die, die. 
you know, 200 people watching me on the stage, and it's the wrong audience, and they've got their arms crossed, and their eyeballs are rolling, and I and I telling myself, how did I get here? I got here by saying yes. I need to say no to the clients who are not a good fit for Isn't me. Isn't that so true? And the, and the closer you get, I talk about that with my clients too, when we really get clear about who we work with and why we do what we do, it makes it easy to say those yeses and nos. Oh, yes, and you love, love, love your clients. What's better than to love your clients and have clients who love you? Oh, that's so juicy. I love Nothing it. better. Okay, let's keep moving on. Otherwise, you yes. and I, we will end up talking for hours, and we've got to keep mm-hmm. in mind our listeners here. Um, tell, us, tell me about the people, the people who, who've had the impact on you and either your life, your business, because we talk about both. Who are the people who've helped you? Number one is family, husband and children saying, go, mom, go, or your biggest fan. Uh, another personal aspect is having a mentor. I have, um, I've had personal mentors, business mentors. Personal mentor that sticks out for me is now deceased, but her name is Gwendolyn Jansma, and she's a psycho- was a psychologist and an intuitive at the same time. And I Ooh. gave her, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. She she had lots of insights. Uh, the very first time I met her, she said, what's your name? And I said, my name is Pat Morgan. And she said, that's an awfully small name for a magnificent woman. Isn't your name, isn't your name Patricia? Isn't your name Patricia? I said, oh, my gosh, you're right. I'm not a little girl in trouble anymore. Patricia, get your behind down here. I'm a grown Uh-oh. woman. So I ask your listeners, yeah. are you living in the fullness of your name? Are you listening in the fullness of your name? It's so exciting to do so. The second piece that Gwen had a huge profound influence on me was she taught me no matter what you do, whether it is my writing or my speaking or even baking a pie, she said include some love for yourself. My very first mm. book, Lover As She Is, Lessons from a Daughter Stolen by Addictions, I gave her the manuscript. She gave it back to me, and she said, you need to rewrite this book. There is not enough love in it for yourself. Profound, profound, profound. And my business influence, I've had many, but the one that does, the woman who sticks out the most is after fumbling around quite a few years with playfully educating and psychological concepts, I hired a business okay, coach, what? and I recommend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What does that mean? No, okay, we, we, yes. won't, we won't go down that road. We, we've talked about it before, but you, it still makes can, me laugh. Can, right, right. Oh, yes, such a weak lead. Psych- educate. <laughs> ed- who wants to be educated? Uh, edu- <laughs> you know, school language. Educating in psychological concepts. What the heck does that mean to anybody? And um, as somebody so gives have- you a blank stare, what? <laughs> Yeah, well, well, you know, eyes go back of the head. There's yeah. my elevator speech gone down the toilet. I hired. And you've a, lost. You've lost them. <laughs> I've lost. Yeah, I, I recommend people hire a business coach, particularly once they've got enough money and they're and they're at those beginning stages. So I. So what did this coach around. do for you? Well, Jane Atkinson is her name. Uh, speaker launcher. She's coaching Ooh, yeah, author of Jane. a book. Yeah, she's the author of a book called The Wealthy Speaker, which gives 
all the foundations of creating a, a speaking business. And she had a profound influence on me. She looked at my website with this playfully educating of psychological concepts, and she said, people actually hire you? I know, <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. She said, well, once in a while isn't good enough, Patricia. And then she asked me a very defining question that I invite anyone to consider, and that's whether they're employed or running their own business or whatever, and that is when you are done your job, and for me that was speaking, when you are done speaking, how is your audience different or better in some way? So it would be how is after you've done whatever the service or the job or the responsibility that you've been hired for, when you're done, how is your client or your customer any better off? How has it benefited them? And I blurted, well, they're more resilient. And she said, get uh-huh. everything off your website. Get everything off your website that has nothing to do with resilience and change all anything that has to do with resilience. Change the language to be congruent with that word resilience. And that word resilience became an umbrella for me. And people will say, oh, she's got an expertise in resilience. Patricia's about resilience. People just know it right away. It's like one concise word. And do I play around with it? I've got woe to wow. I've got you're stronger than you think. Um, what else do I use? <laughs> Going blank, blank here. Oh, but I like it, that. It, 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 okay, that's, which one? That's, I'm, well, I've, I've always loved your from what a while, but I like the fact that um, a person or an event can, you know, an encounter can have a defining moment. And right. I want our, I want our listeners uh, to ponder on that for a moment while we take a short break, and then we'll come back. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. We are back. So before the break, we were talking about how people and moments impact our lives. So you've definitely had an impact on my life. Um, I've watched you. I've learned from you, Patricia. And part of what you do so well to me is you show up. You show up. You're that raving extrovert. You, you, you display your identity. 
And from your vivid colors to your twinkling hazel eyes, that mischievous grin, I know every time I see you, I'm going to feel better. And you, you light up every room you enter. So I can picture you, but help, help me share what I see with our listeners by telling, telling us what, what colors and your style. What's, what's your style for your brand? I lighten your load and brighten your outlook. That was gifted to me by a fellow speaker who said, this is what you do for people, Patricia, when you walk in the room. You lighten their load and you brighten their outlook. And uh, I think my colors, um, green is about growth and uh, healing. And red is about excitement and fun. So, and I use a ladybug for a little symbol. It's on my book uh, from Oh to Wow, How Resilient Women Succeed at Work. And it's, uh, I've got it on my pins, I've got it on my logo. I and it's definitely using, a resilient, resilient in, oh, insect. And, it absolutely is, yep. And every I, time I, I see think, a ladybug, <laughs> I think of you. Yes, I get gifted so with ladybugs. I have lady. Yo, know, absolutely. People give me pen holders, pens, chocolate. Um, I've got a wind chime. Uh, people get, oh, and a, a colleague of ours, Joyce, gave me a carry-on in the shape of a ladybug. And that's oh, really it. exciting. It's really exciting when a brand sticks, an image or a and color it, or a, a whatever. Yeah, and when it sticks, people start reinforcing it. Right, right. So when you, when you really tell people who you are and you continue to embrace it and define it, then people jump on board too. Um, Absolutely. And who, who doesn't want some more red and green in their lives that ignites their sense of fun, their sense of optimism, and the sense of cheerfulness? Who doesn't want that? Well, of course. And of course. Tell, me, tell me about how many years. How many years has this been your brand? Mm, between 10 and 12. It takes a, it takes a while to yeah. develop. I don't, and I and the ladybug. When did you start with the ladybug? It hasn't been 10 or 12 years for that. No, no, the, lady, the, the ladybug evolved actually after Solutions for Resilience was established. And, exactly. Uh, it, it, yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I, I ended up, my last book from O2L, How Resilient Women Succeed at Work, I ended up with two book covers, and one book cover was kind of artsy, and the other one had a picture of a ladybug crawling up um, a daisy. And I, oh, right. I wasn't yeah. afraid. I, I wasn't... I remember I you asking us sure. about that. There was there was yeah, I wasn't question, sure. you asked us which one. And we all yes, I we, was, we right. all said you gotta stick with the ladybug. Okay. It, let's keep Exactly. And I work with um, I, I work with women so lady works well too. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, so so what, stay consistent with any decision you make around your brand. Stay consistent as you can yeah. with some rationale. And I, and I always say to my clients, too, that it takes time to evolve. Absolutely. Always takes time. Yeah. Oh, and so it's what's shifting of, and weaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next question we've got, um, what, what's one of your daily habits that keeps you aligned <laughs> with your brand? Well, my husband really doesn't like this one. I keep my cell phone by, by the bedside table. It's sort of like my, <laughs> my, 
my best friend next to next next to my real best friend. I'm a raving extrovert, as you said. Uh, and so each morning before I get out of bed, uh, I I text somebody, <laughs> or I'll reply to an email. I actually look at my emails and my texts because I love connection and it wakes me up. And then um, when I manage to get myself downstairs to get on with my day, I make sure that my number one supporter and fan, my husband, gets a good morning embrace. And connecting helps me wake up. And this may not work for other other people. I, I, I found this for me, but for other people, they will need to find out what wakes them up. So each day to ask yourself, what wakes me up, and then be make that into some kind of ritual that wakes you up to your life, your business, your day. Does nice. that make sense? Yeah, I like it. What a great habit. Um, <laughs> and what, one of my daily habits is reading something positive or inspirational before I go to bed or go to sleep. Mm. Um, what, what book do you recommend and why? Well, I have three here I'm going to recommend. I love Brene Brown's work. If you're into, into personal development, she's the most recent person who is helping us become authentic in our lives and our business. Daring Bravely, I recommend to any entrepreneur because it will help support you repeatedly taking business risks and getting back on track when some of those risks don't work out. As far as a business book goes, I love Mark LeBlanc's Growing Your Business. That is Growing Your Business. It's a little tiny book under $10. You can Google yeah. Mark LeBlanc's I, Growing Your Business. Yeah, for practical strategies. Yeah. yeah, simple, simple strategies. strategies. Right, and if you use the, his, his strategies and use them consistently, your business will definitely grow. And if there are women listening to this series with you that are feeling stuck in challenges in their life. I have a book called From Low to Wow, How Resilient Women Succeed at Work, and I collated challenges that women had in the workplace, some of them self-employed, and I had nearly 400 responses which got collated, and I interviewed 27 resilient women and some strategies they used. And so there's strategies such as how to build your connections, how to make a a good decision, how to have clear boundaries, how to communicate well. And uh, to me, it's it's an amazing resource for women to have when they get in those places of feeling stuck. I I have that book, and I, I do love your book, Patricia. Well, okay, you. we are we're getting to the end here. So give us your give us your best parting words of wisdom or advice. Well, here's a sound bite for you. Every so often when you're questioning yourself, take a breath, tap into your inner wise woman and ask yourself, when I am eighty five years old Will I regret or celebrate taking this action? Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's what it's allowed me to be kind of silly, daring, and courageous out there in the world. Oh, and you know what? I, I, I do want to celebrate taking action. 
and I encourage all of our listeners to just celebrate. Patricia, it's been amazing. Thank you for being here. Uh, how, how can our listeners find out more and connect with you? Well, go to triple W, guess what? Solutions for resilience.com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, LinkedIn. Just um, Google those platforms and my name, Patricia Morgan, and they'll probably come up. Solutionsforresilience.com is my home on the uh, internet. Okay, and I'll make sure and have that on the show page too, um, all of your contact information. Uh, Thank you, Patricia. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Listeners, head on over to solutionsforresilience.com. Patricia has videos there. She's got free resources and a shop page. You can pick up her book uh, from Otawao. Uh, how resilient women succeed at work I have it and I do love it thanks again Patricia uh, my pleasure I'm host. I'm your host Sam Rafos and until next time keep sharing the love EWN Podcast Network.